it's almost putting this filter, like a strainer or a colander on all the thoughts. Now, which ones am I going to let through to physically affect me? Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. I'm Barbara Walters. (laughs) And this is 2020. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, I get it. (laughs) I mean, it's not 2020. It is the year, but this is You Fit Here. So welcome. Oh, my gosh. At first I was like... Hmm. What compelled you to? But wow, that makes. That's. Did you see that somewhere? Um. Yes, I did, and I didn't watch this, but I heard that the New Year's Eve countdown with Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper had Sherry O'Terry like do her SNL skit about being Barbara Walters, saying this is 2020, and I guess it was hysterical, and Anderson Cooper was like peeing his pants on live television, but I did not see it myself, so. Oh, that's awesome. Something to YouTube for later. (laughs) Yes, I would definitely check that out. I was thinking this morning about 2020 vision and all that going around out there. And I was thinking, or just like maybe it's the year to have a vision. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just focus on something. And that's why I think today's episode will actually be really cool. It's something that people can focus on. And focus on something, but if – It's not perfect. Like, what aids can you use? Like glasses, if that's our analogy. (laughs) LASIK, squinting, (laughs) don't look up at the sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blue readers or blue light blockers. I don't know. I don't know either. But, oh, sleep masks. (gasps) Is that supposed to help your vision? Speaking of, look at what my sister got me for Christmas. Oh, it's yeah, a sleep mask. It's beautiful. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Lunia from Casper. Like, the, oh. yeah. Anyway, it also smells really good. Is it silk? Yeah. It's amazing. I know. And it doesn't have Velcro like my other one did, which would like wake everybody up in the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> so, minor improvements. Well, that's great news. Mm-hmm. That's not even my good news. Oh, well, tell us your good news. Okay, well, it's also about a gift that I got. Great. Actually, two gifts. My my mother and my mother-in-law got me ruggable rugs for Christmas. <gasps> oh, I've seen those ads. I know. I know. Are they uh, that good? Yeah. I'm, I, I got runners, so like one for in front of my kitchen sink and one for by my back door. And the beauty of them is that they're two pieces and the top piece is – it's not like flimsy, but it's thinner and it's washable. So, you know, dogs, kids, husbands, clumsy people, yeah. you know. Yes. And yeah. then you just wash it and stick it back on. Yeah. It's so cool. Is it Velcro? It does have little pieces of Velcro in the oh, corner, okay. yeah. And then the bottom is like adhesive so it doesn't slip. Or you could just like – change your patterns for the season. 
One million percent. That is a discussion that my husband and I have. Like if we had a zillion dollars and recently I added that to the list, I would just buy all the ruggables. If I had a million dollars, I'd add ruggables to my cart. <laughs> all, every design. Then there are millions of designs. Oh, I'm, I'm obsessed. And compared to like all the other rugs I was looking at, they are very not that expensive. So I mean, you should get paid for that ad you just <laughs> gave them. I am very pa- – I was actually already like spreading the good news about Ruggable and I hadn't even gotten them yet. And I was like, I think I better probably like sit down. Try them. <laughs> just make sure, you know. Test well, try. that is great, great news for your floors and your family. Yeah. What about you? Tell me something good. Ooh. Um, just winter break. I – loved it this year. We had a full two weeks off for all of us and we went skiing and relaxed and ice skating and just all the activities because my husband can't sit still. But it was just nice. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. So what did Celeste, which I really like that name, write into our website? I also like that name. I only know one. But I only is, know that comedian lady. I don't even. She's the one who impersonates like models, photos, and stuff. Oh, Barber Celeste Bar. I bet. Yeah. That, I bet this is Celeste Barber's good news. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, for the record, <laughs> no, it is not. Um, okay, so Celeste shared our neighborhood finally got one of those cute little libraries. We walked down yesterday and donated a few books and brought one home to read. I have one of these on our street, and I think it's the cutest. Uh, it, it just cheers up the street. Totally. And it's like a field trip. I'm like, let's walk to the library. And I always don't know what to do with that amazing book I just read. I would so much rather put it in a little library for someone else to enjoy and write them mm-hmm. like a little note inside. Yeah. It's the only bad thing about books is that they end. Right. So this is something good. <laughs> you know. S- spread the wealth. My mom used to do that, but we didn't have, obviously, these back in the day, but she would just take all of her books and just drop them in the return bin at a library, it's a good even idea. if they weren't marked, so that they could just add them to the collection. I hope that wouldn't be considered like a security thing this mm. day and age. Maybe it was, and my mother should be arrested for all those free books she no, donated. No, 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 no. But my husband, if he knows that I'm trying to get rid of books, he'll probably be like, let's try to sell it on eBay. And I'll be like, um, <laughs> no, I'm not dealing with probably I also probably write notes in it or wrote notes like you are horrible (laughs) better luck next year better luck yeah yeah so anyway okay so don't forget you all listening to please head to the website everykind.com and tell us something good it can be absolutely anything but if you are willing to share it with us then we would love to share it with the rest of our listeners absolutely yeah okay today's topic yes oh wait real quick hot second did you get any tips on your accent from Holly? Yeah, a bit, actually. Yeah. Oh. And I met her boyfriend. He's lovely. His name's Martin. And from the get-go, even with my American accent, I was saying Martin because Martin sounds really country. And when they say it, it sounds even more so. So I was trying to like – also, they like the southern accent too. So it's hard. Mm. I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did. I, I'm I'm more posh than I intend to be, but that's okay. <laughs> well, then I don't want to know what I am, so I'll just stop. 
All right. Well, back to our topic. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, our topic is don't believe everything you think. And this might sound a little bit strange, but we put this on a coffee mug last year and we've tried to apply it to our lives a lot for different reasons because our minds are some powerful little things up there in that little head of ours. Yes, indeed. So if we can work on these steps to be aware of our thoughts and be conscious of everything, we could have a much better, happier life. Yeah, because if you think about it, uh, thoughts take up a lot of our lives. Mm -hmm. That sounded interesting coming out. (laughs) But they do. (laughs) They pop into our head 24-7 and we have to decipher how we let this affect us. Is this even true? Is this real? Am I creating this? Am I making assumptions? So one huge one that we are all guilty of, hands up, if you've ever made an assumption about somebody else. Our our hands are up. (laughs) Are yours, yours, everyone? Unless you're driving, don't put your hands up. Yes, their hands are up too. Okay, great. So the saying... When you assume something, it makes an arse out of you and me because assumptions are just lazy. It's I'm just going to see something and I'm going to just create what I'm going to think about it. And that's that. Not actually going to put an effort to learn or understand. They're unfair if you take that. I, I keep, if you think about it, I keep wanting to say if you think about it, but... They are unfair, and I find myself often saying, I hate to assume this, but, like, more often than I wish. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit because at least I am saying that it's an assumption, and therefore it's up to you whether you want to believe it or not. Joke's on you. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's not the point. But, yes, no, I I, I do this, but it's something that we've – you and I have both been working on really hard. Yes. So – This isn't to say don't trust your gut or your instinct about someone or a situation because those instincts, I feel like, are really smart and why we have those and why they call them that. But sometimes when you're just judging something, like the book at the Little Free Library, Mm -hmm. when you just judge it by its cover and don't flip the pages and get to know it, then we're just making assumptions and thinking things that are unfair and untrue. Exactly. So taking a step back, giving the benefit of the doubt, learning about something before we decide what we're going to think about it. Least of all, just when you say the benefit of the doubt, if, for instance, you don't have the opportunity to to get to know that person, Mm -hmm. just the understanding that thinking these thoughts when you don't know for sure that they're true affect affect you in a negative way or a way that feels like disturbing or unsettling, those are just good things to be conscious about as well, in my opinion. Yeah. And not just assuming things of them or of a situation, but assuming what other people are thinking. You're thinking, well, this pro- this person probably thinks this, or this person's probably mad at me, or this person probably, you know, wants to do this with their time. You know, when we assume what we want them to think, it's kind of like narcissistic. We're kind of like 
hoping that we'll be right. I can totally hear myself. I know what you're thinking, like to my yeah. husband, or I can, I don't want to do that. I'm done doing that as of right now. As of this moment. Now, that doesn't mean that you might not be right. No, sure. But you can't just flip a coin and then yeah. expect to have good relationships. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, I do love flipping coins, to, to be <laughs> fair, for other things. But yeah, you have to be – you have to – Remember that there are always more than two sides to every story. So whether it's about a person or about their thoughts or whatever, mm-hmm. taking t- investing too much time thinking about what other people are thinking or assuming what people think about you, it really is a waste of time. It's not productive and it's not going to help you be better. Technology has become such a problem with this. For example, if my sister gets a text and it does not have an exclamation point, or like, if I just say K, or for you, isn't it if you, someone says sure? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. In a text, then you're like, okay, the world is over. You're mad at me. <laughs> Something is going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to add 10 exclamation points. That's why you always put smiley faces in my messages. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's so true because if you don't know that someone feels that way or like has that reaction and you're not preventing it by adding an extra smiley or exclamation point, then that person might just sit there and dwell on something that really isn't even a thing. Right. There are a lot of different ways to evaluate love languages, not just with the people you love, but the people that you interact with often. But then let it be true for people who don't really know it about you. For instance, sure, really does. I had like a very deep conversation with my parents not that long ago about it, and they both were not on my side, but decided decided to respect that I can't handle it. <laughs> and um, so my mom will now like put an exclamation point after a sure because sure for her is like, yeah, yep. Count me, exactly. count me in, sign me up. And for me, it's like, oh my gosh, she doesn't want to do this and she hates me for asking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but um just if I like getting smiley faces, then mm-hmm. I'll send them. Yeah. You know, just that's just sometimes like- I think that about our our every kind of emails. We'll sign it like make it a great day, exclamation point, smiley face, XOXO. And then I think, so how do people take these all the time? But then I think, I don't care. <laughs> At least they know we're happy and positive and not just like best. Colleen and Colleen, because that's mm-hmm. just not us. And so when we don't create these thoughts in our own minds, we can feel so much better because we can sit and let these things dwell and linger and almost fester into ugh, just gross. And speaking of creating false things in your mind, anyone deal with anxiety up in here? I got my hands up. I mean, I bet I do. I just don't know it. Well, I feel like it's all different for so many people. I personally feel that my anxiety stems from fears, concerns, and worries. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's because of the thoughts that pop into my head. And sometimes these thoughts are completely irrational and not even in a realm of possibility. But I'm still thinking them. And I don't want to think them, but I do. So just because I'm thinking them 
does not mean I need to believe them. So we talked about breathing in one of our last episodes, working out, putting on music, anything to drown out some of the thoughts that pop into my head. I will try. I have like an anxiety toolbox (laughs) that I just go through all my little things to be like, stop thinking this. This is not even true. Is this real? Like, am I making this up? Would Colleen have these same thoughts at this moment? I don't think you should ever. Yeah, but don't. I'm not a good bar to measure. (laughs) I think you're a great bar. (laughs) Okay. Well, I feel like I don't want to be Alanis or Alanis Morissette's subject for uh, her next version of Isn't It Ironic? And so I just (laughs) go with the flow. But that being said, um, I sometimes don't tell CB if I go to like the movies because she'll <laughs> or, be worried about me and she'll be like, are your location services turned off? And does anybody else know that you're there? And what <laughs> aisle are you sitting in? And check your popcorn to make sure that the contents are. <laughs> I don't Same. even know. Nobody roofied your popcorn. You know, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to out you like that. I have my own stuff, as you well know, like fold my towels the right way or else. Right. I am just, uh, maybe you'd call it paranoid. <laughs> maybe you'd call it realistic, not, not trusting of any human or situation. <laughs> right. Well, I don't blame you, though. But that, but, but that's what your brain does. And that's something that really you can't help because chemicals in your, like, that's all real stuff. And the problem is that all of those thoughts create physical reactions. So your palms get sweaty or your heart's racing or, you know, Everything you feel like, I mean, you can go into a full-blown panic attack, which Mm -hmm. I've done many a time. And it's almost putting this filter, like a strainer or a colander on all the thoughts. Now, which ones am I going to let through to physically affect me? Because I used to let them affect me to the point of not being able to be home alone with my children because I was so freaked out about everything. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to go through my toolbox. Let me text my sister. Let me put on some music. What can I do? Stay to away from Google. This? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a it's a good little kit tool thing. Yes. But the more you are conscious and aware, the better you the better you are. So, it's not going to stop the thoughts from popping in your head necessarily, but it will affect or stop what you're giving energy and time to and physical response to. Yeah. And anybody out there listening, if you have a really awesome tip or trick for, you know, something like that for people like CB and for CB even, Mm -hmm. she's willing. So try Always willing and open, which actually advice. This Mm -hmm. is like a tricky one, especially in today's world because everybody – like something else, has an opinion. They sure do. They sure do. And just because you have an opinion about something doesn't necessarily mean it is true or that everyone should agree with you. You know, I just feel like everything should be taken with a grain of salt. The only opinion that I have that I know is true is that everybody should rate our podcast five stars, five stars. (laughs) But – but to be honest, everything, pretty much almost everything that we're saying, even though we put a lot of thought and effort into this, these are all of these are our our personal feelings and thoughts and opinions. And so, yep. you know, grain of salt, 
I don't know. What even does that mean, though? I don't know, but I love sodium. I love salt. <laughs> so do I. I think it's a problem, actually. But yeah, take it like kind of like Carmen said, her takeaways. So you might be in a situation where you're not loving it, but what can you still take away from the situation? Or just because someone does X, Y, and Z and it works for them, well, maybe I'll take a little Y, but I don't need the X or the Z. Yeah. So Carmen is our my spin instructor, but also when CB comes to town, she's hers. And she's mm-hmm. in the last episode, episode nine. So go, go, go listen to her after this because listen that's my advice I like it but she talks about takeaways and finding the takeaway in every situation that's her kind of resolution for the year and I totally agree with it we all have to make different choices at different times some of them will be great some of them won't work and be a learning curve or you know example but not letting those thoughts seep through and then consume your ability to kick butt amen hallelujah (laughs) kick Kick butt. Kick booty. <laughs> Sounds so not like something I would say, but I said I know. It, so. Have I said on this podcast yet that it's funny that CB says things like arse? <laughs> because we want this to be very PG because we want ev- every kind to be able to listen to it. But really. Sometimes I just want to say ass like the donkey. <laughs> yeah. And beyond. So. <laughs> It's fine. It's not like I'm using profane language to curse someone out. I'm just no. And also, I elaborating. I think it's so great that it's really more your idea to not do that on the podcast because as I kind of mm. go with the flow. Like if you said let's do it, I'd probably. I mean, I do not succumb to peer pressure. What I'm saying is that <laughs> I I trust do you. It. Try it. You'll like it. Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> Don't uh, I always – what's that? It's yeah, from something. I can't because I don't know and I have no Oh, we talk about out. this every time. Yeah. Okay. And, and so what is it from? Someday we'll get there. I don't know, Colleen. And I actually did this to someone the other day and they were like, well, <laughs> well where is it from? And I was like, I actually don't know. I thought you'd know. <sighs> All right. Somebody, if you know where the – try it. You'll I like it. It's from. You tell us so we can stop torturing our thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) And torturing yourself with your thoughts. Don't torture yourself. Yeah. I mean, I just said that, but I'll say it again. (laughs) Say it again. again. Don't torture yourself with thoughts about yourself. Like bad thoughts or any any thoughts. If we can't control our thoughts about ourselves, then you just hate on yourself. And to be honest, we should be our best cheerleader, even though – we all know it's way easier to think negative. Yeah. But if you have a negative thought, then the first thing that you should do is try to think of how to turn it into a positive. So, okay, I don't know. Let's say you have really dry skin. Well, I mean, for me, I would be all up in Pinterest for all the – any any advice that Pinterest has to offer because it's all correct, obviously. <laughs> But just sort of see see what it has to offer. And then if you try it and it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But if you try it and it does, then it does. And I'm telling you guys things that you already know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I like it. You talk. You tell them. Well, I just feel like our thoughts affect so much. And if our thoughts are immediately negative about ourselves, then we need to hire our thought bodyguard up there and be like, hmm. Negative thought, you're not allowed in anymore. Yeah. Please we, see yourself to the door. Who's the really 
who is um the Amy Poehler character in Inside Out? Joy. Oh yeah, Joy. We just need like a bunch of like Joy clones in our brains. Yeah. Little Joys. You know. Little Joys all up in there. And I know you need balance and that's important too, but mm-hmm. we definitely should always not be so hard on ourselves, but also there are ways to improve the things that have you think or make you think bad things too. Yeah, like the environments we put ourselves in. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, really going back, like thinking how we were raised, it plays a huge role in how we react to things, how we think about things, because we directly learn from our parents or whoever helped raise us. And realizing that sometimes that might be different than how I want to live my life today. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. To make ch- changes about it. So I think that's brave. Res- very, very vulnerable and scary, but cool to know that, you know, everyone does their best, but how can I change things for the best version of me? Yeah. Everybody is born into different things and families and lessons and memories. We all have different you know, it really is to me quite impressive and admirable when someone who maybe didn't come from something or whatever and then decides, you know, that's not the life that I want to have and I'm in charge of my life and I'm going to make it better. Flip the script. Yeah. That would be really, really, mm-hmm. really, 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 really hard because if your foundation isn't solid, then mm-hmm. you have to kind of start from scratch. And also thinking that we just have all the time in the world and thinking that like, oh, this will never happen to me or thinking limiting beliefs about yourself. Like there's so many things we think about. And if we let those thoughts seep in and really, you know, plant their seeds in our minds, then we're going to grow a really gross garden. Well, I can't even grow a garden. It all died before I could even have the chance to make it grow. So totally, totally. Silent applause. Silent applause for you gardeners out there. Green thumbs. Um, literally though, I received the darling most darling little Christmas tree that you can like water and then plant it. And guess what went in the trash today? Oh no. I can't keep I I can't keep plants are not my Well, you can you can keep humans and dogs alive. So there's something to be said for you. That's – yes. Thank you so much. Okay, guys. So stop. Be conscious of your thoughts. Be aware of them. It's almost like a strainer in your head or a bodyguard or whatever you want to imagine. And just because the thoughts pop into our head does not mean they should seep through and plant themselves into our minds and affect our lives. Yes. Do you have any advice for people who like have debilitating thoughts? You, you're like well, your toolkit advice. This is going to get like personal and I believe everyone should make choices that are right for their own family. But when I was in like the depths of not functioning mm-hmm. because my thoughts and mind were out of control, I went to my doctor and This also mixed in a little postpartum timing Mm -hmm. wise. And I started medication to get a grasp on everything. 
And once I had a grasp on everything, then I really worked through it all to not need the medication and to have my toolkit of how I can jump from one thing to the next. Okay, this is not working right now. What's my next step to calm myself? And this is not working right now. What's my next step? So it's like I have all of these things I do in my life. I work out not for the physical, but for the mental. I know my sister. If I'm texting her, it's important. She will fully listen to me and then either distract me or help me through something. I know my breathing or yoga or music, a podcast, anything I can work down my list of like, here's my go-to. This is what I need right now to shut it off. And one of the biggest things I ask is, is this actually happening? Am I actually incapable of this situation? Is this affecting everyone else how it's affecting me? So it's kind of like I try to bring a different perspective in. Am I just making all this up in my head? And just because my thoughts are telling me I can't in that moment does not mean I have to believe them in this moment. Wow. That's really cool. So I think it's really just becoming aware. Yeah. And knowing that just because it's there in your head does not mean it's true. I really love everything you just said and not not at all the same, but anybody can do that. Whether you have thoughts that limit you from doing things or for me, I guess my version of anxiety is really just when I'm – my plate is overflowing or I'm really stressed out. It really is like – I, I hate to, like to say it and – but like a little bit of self-care, whatever that looks like or whatever I have time for. Just, mm-hmm. you know, five minute doing some stretches or listening to a podcast or a book on tape or watching you on Netflix, which I'm done. So that's depressing. But oh, I didn't see Yeah, that. no, you shouldn't. That wouldn't be good for I you. I won't. Mm-mm, I won't. No. Um, but yeah, and avoiding certain situations that I know trigger thoughts that come in my head. And there are situations that I'd love to go do certain things when people want. And I say no, because I know this is going to kind of start a little spiral for me. And I control and limit the situations I'll put myself in that do cause that. And also, guys, there's this great thing. Therapy, whether it's a professional, whether it's a friend, someone to talk through and, you know, work on your mental health. I feel like if we have a cold, we see a doctor. If we break our leg, we see a doctor. And there's nothing wrong with seeing a doctor to work on that. Even if you feel great today, it's just part of self-care, as you said, to like work on your minds, work on your thoughts, work on everything that goes on up there, because that affects more, I believe, than just managing a cold. And if you have a cold, but you have the right mindset, then you're going to do what you need to to attack the cold. I feel like if your mind is is as right as it can be and a- actually I got diagnosed with like minor OCD or in early on in my marriage uh long story but um and it is definitely like I want to say like year by year gotten a little bit noticeably to where I even go okay we we don't always have control. I don't want to have that problem mm-hmm. or issue or whatever it is but um I do so but you're aware of it and taking steps and communicating with your family and figuring it out yeah. I think I'm like leaps and bounds farther along than 
where I was at the beginning of this anxiety journey for me. But it really is just doing like a self check. Mm -hmm. Like, am I okay in this situation? Am I okay around these people? And there are going to be people and situations in your life that trigger a lot of things for you. And so if you need to remove yourself from them to stop some of the thoughts that pop into your head, then take care of yourself. Yeah. And always reach out to someone because you're never alone, even if you feel that way. You really are never alone. I promise. CB, we promise. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so what do you all think? (laughs) What do you all think? Hopefully you're thinking about being aware of your thoughts and then communicating. Because once someone understands the whole depth of a situation or how you feel about something, it can only get better from there. Absolutely. I have uh, my six-year-old is home sick today. And she is. She want to join the podcast. Creeping into the room with a bowl full of cold pasta, Maddie. You can go put it in the microwave, and press the bottom right button. Okay, I'll be right there. One minute. (laughs) And we hope you guys (laughs) loved this episode and can really weed through some of those thoughts that pop in, even when they are not true, accurate, or helpful. You can you can really use the think acronym. True, helpful, inspiring, necessary, kind. Those thoughts oh, yeah. that, that right there is your filter. Because yeah. if you have to if you don't know if something is true, then it's really on you if you believe it. Yeah. Find out and then go down the list. And if you can't find out, then just like throw it in the trash. Yeah. I wonder if even when you think something, you should just write it on a piece of paper and physically throw it in the trash just so you're like, I have power over this thought. Mm -hmm. Million dollar idea. Million dollar. Oh, a trash bin for negative thoughts. All the ruggables (laughs) that my house can accommodate. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you got one or many takeaways from this episode and we will be back next week. Make sure you send this to anyone that it could help and we'll see you later. Yeah, we can't wait to hear what you think. Five stars, five stars. stars. (laughs) And just hang out with us for forever and ever.